three, two, one. Sober in the States football. Here are your hosts, the Taco Slayer Jorge and MLS card guy, Chris. And we're back with another episode of Sober in the States. Let me tell you, Europe is back. Feels like my wow. lineups are dead, but we don't care because the MLS rules. Listen, the Open Cup final is set. I think we all kind of knew where that was going. And Something else that we learned is you don't ever cross the MLS card guy because last week, if you were paying attention on the show, he said, Portland, blow it up. It's time to blow it up. And as soon as we stopped recording 30 minutes later, we got the news. Gio Savarese has gotten the boot in Portland. MLS card guy. Do you care to comment? Uh, Please make all checks payable to at MLS card guy on Twitter. I'll take donations in the form of ETH or fiat. Thank you. And will you be assigning the next head coach? Uh, it will be me, actually. Breaking news. Great. So they got worse. Incredible. Yep. They got ridiculously worse. Oh, Lord. How did you Yikes. How did you become a man of so much power? How did you How did you know? I don't know, dude. You just sometimes, you don't watch something for three months and you just, you get a feeling, you know? I got a feeling. It's like when your twin is across the world and gets hurt and you're like, oh, I, I know they got hurt. So your spidey sense was tingling. So my 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 Timby sense, Timby's sense was tingling. Oh. Yeah. Vroom, vroom, rev that chainsaw. Either way, MLS. Timber Joey should be the new coach. Ah. That'd be fun. Ooh, hey, yeah, hey, there you go. Hey, one of the most. All the electric... balls would end up flat because they just cut them all. All right, with, just, Tim, with chainsaws. Just like that joke fell flat. All right, moving on. Wow. Anyway. MLS chaos ensued as always. We had open cup. We had midweek games canceled because of hurricanes. We had all the chaos itself. But first, real quick, as a reminder, we have a new competition coming to so rare over here in game week 403, which is this Friday. If you're listening to this episode as it's released, we have month long competitions. All star. You put an all star eight weeks for those weeks will be counted. Highest scores. Chris, will you be focusing on this all star? long form competition yes short answer yes 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 are you going to be going out of your way to like focus on it or are you gonna like maybe focus on week one see where you go like yeah i think that's probably the play right like i mean i'm still gonna go u23 is still gonna be my best lineup right. uh, just because that's that's what my gallery is supposed to do um but everybody else is probably going all-star after that like mbappe is probably going all-star uh I don't know. Might be stupid, but I want that 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 the three dollars for whatever the last place is or whatever. Dude, they can't giving, pass it up. They're giving out cash. They're giving out cash Star money. Rewards. They're giving out limiteds. They're giving out rares. It's gonna be a a good time. I think. I hope that because it's the shiny new thing, everyone's gonna focus on it. Everyone's gonna sure. want to prove the very best. And guess what? Everything else is going to be Better very down. easy. Because guess what? I alluded to it. And I'm struggling. I'm hitting some big points, but I'm just not getting it done with the rewards. So you know what? Everybody go focus on All-Star. Have your fun. Leave. I will gladly pick up the scraps in all the other divisions, hopefully. Or everybody else just has super overpowered cards at this point, and I'm still going to lose. But I can't. Yeah, I, can't uh, I, can't, I think that's how it is. 
I'm, I'm missing. I'm missing the summer dominance a little bit. Leagues Cup kind of skewed it. I was on a roll. It I'm did. not gonna lie. I was winning some rewards. Yeah. I, I was. I was. I was in the groove. I was feeling nice. And then, uh, yeah, I've just had some stinker of game weeks, man. It's just uh, I'm struggling. How are, how are, how's that? How's that department treating you, Z? I mean, I don't feel like I'm having stinker game weeks. Like I'm putting up 380 points and like doing like I feel like pretty well, but doesn't really do anything for me. Like I had 375 in Champ Euro and still missed a reward. It's like, wow, that's insane. And I think this was just like a wild game week. There were just a lot of people that just put up ridiculous scores, which happens. But man, like that was that that was that was tough to watch. I had a bunch of people put up like hundreds. A really? bunch. Yeah. I had four, four or five that put up a hundred in a lineup. Beautiful. And I win one tier three limited card. That's it. I I had one of those game weeks where I had four like decent scores and then just one like a really stinker. Like just like not yeah. even like a oh you tried, buddy, like a oh, did you even show up? Just like 30s. Just killing, killing my life. That was my champ Euro. My Ugh. champ Euro scored 375. Ter Stegen gave up three goals and got a 19. It was like uh... Yo. With three scores 70 plus, two scores 85 plus, and that that team doesn't matter no reward for you i'm not not having fun anymore grandpa okay i'm done i'm done i'm done grandpa make everybody else make sit their cards so it's easier it almost makes me i and i don't i don't i didn't even have this written down but we're going here now i'm almost at the point where i almost want to take a step back on focusing from so5 a little bit and then just kind of trading a little bit more like maybe Mm -hmm. focusing on trading kind of focusing on maybe trying to sneak some plays in, especially heading towards the playoff, maybe scooping a couple guys that I think might kind of have their moment in the playoffs, maybe get a little sympathy pump, but I don't know. As of, I, I'm, I just don't know where to go in SO5 right now. Like I'm stuck. Like I don't really want to focus on America because their return isn't really there. Like I could just go out and buy whoever I want at this point because prices are so cheap. And then I go play everywhere else and I'm just getting dominated by Europe. So it's like, what? Uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I'm stuck in a go play some baseball, baby. Actually, I still have not had a week where I have not gotten a reward in baseball. Not a single game week. I've gotten something every single game week. There's been like 40 of them this year. As I am selling wild. Up, as I am selling up baseball. You heard it here first publicly. I am selling baseball. I have a lot oh, of yeah? a lot of year one cards. So if you guys are shopping for the market, check out what, my gallery. What you got for sale? I got a deal, right? I got. Yeah, dude, I got a Cody Bellinger up there. You know, you know. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it's a hot product right now. We'll see. Show, shoot me offers. Shoot me limited offers before Chris the MLS card guy. But this is the football show. But yeah, I, I think I'm gonna because it's towards the end of the year. I think I'm gonna sell out baseball because I'm kind of okay in profit, and I just I don't really care. And I think I'm gonna. I'm going to buy some more soccer rares, kind of boost my uh, rare collection for next season. I'm already looking forward to next season, that transition from limited to rare for next season. And then uh, basketball's around the corner too. So I might be picking up a few rares here and there. I've been doing that in the off season too. And nobody's talking about it. Like everybody kind of went back to the market because of the draft and the whole Wemby thing. And then nobody cares anymore. So I'm going to try to swoop in there at some low prices and uh, get some deals. That's what I've been considering. Is, is basketball yeah uh my my two i i have a bunch of eth right now a bunch of cash i guess those aren't the same things anymore Alan. yeah I it's guess, really not i guess i gotta like actually separate uh but anyway I have, I have a bunch of cash right now and 
I'm like, well, what do I do with it? I don't really need to strengthen anything in football. I don't really want to play rares because I feel like I'd only get like a couple decent rares with right. what I have. Um, the options I'm kind of leaning towards are either buy like a whole collection of new season cards when they come out, like a whole mm, team, okay. and just get a big stack going. Uh, maybe for like a challenger team or like a, a division two European team. Um, or I might go NBA. Ooh. Just, I don't like NBA. I don't want to play NBA. It's so fun. It's so fun. But it's so good. That's the thing. I can't keep up with it. I can't, I can't watch. I can't like pay attention to the games and know who's like going to get minutes because somebody's out. Like that's the whole game in NBA. That's, that's why you'll have this over in the States basketball show coming soon. Hey, dropping that. Can you just Shameless can you just club. set my lineup for me? Yeah, sure, bro. Sign up to can my uh, just... sign up to my uh, sign up to my Patreon. Yeah, sign up to my Patreon. I'll uh, set your lineups every week. Or what's uh, what's that new thing in the crypto world? Friend Tech or some some whatever whatever new Ponzi scheme is hitting the crypto world right now. Friend Tech, buy my I'm all for the Ponzi schemes. <laughs> buy buy my coin so that I can set your lineups in NBA. That'll that'll go over really well. But anyway. What are we doing? We're just rambling. Let's get into it. So much somewhere in the States has already happened. Ah, there's just... It's just... Look. We, we got, wonder we got why the, we don't have any time in this show. We, right? We just complain that there's too many MLS games. We can't cover them all. But we just ramp... This is so rare in the States. We got the so rare. Now we're heading in the States. Because, Chris, the Open Cup final is set. No. The Houston Dynamo, most massive club in the MLS. Fighting ben Olsen's. Olsen, the fighting Ben Olsons have done it, even though you've doubted them since day one. They'll lose at the final for sure. Shh, no, they're not. What? Dude, they're going up I against mean, Miami, okay? Even Dude, if they weren't going on. up against Miami, they were going to lose in the final. Like, if we had beaten Cincinnati and then beaten Miami, which I know is it's a little far-fetched, but if that had happened, we would have beaten Houston in the final. Uh, 100% no doubt in my mind. I am so happy that Houston right now, like give Houston credit. I know we've been, we've been kind of hyping them up a little bit, but they are just continuing to do it. Like, I think everyone's waiting for that. Like that, like, you know, back to reality, Houston, like, okay, like Houston, you're not that good, but they are just flying. They are continuing to do it. They don't care who it is. Continuing to put the ball in the back of the net. Kariski is having a season. Corey Baird is apparently the greatest striker in the MLS right now. And of course, Hector Herrera as always. But can we talk about real quick the semifinals where Cincinnati? Yeah. Everybody thought the tweets were already sent out. Everybody had egg on their face because Cincinnati was the team. They were doing it. They are dominating the standings. They are dominating the supporter shield race. And they were going to take down the GOAT. But I don't know if anybody thought that. Dude, they were I, everyone I heard was like, well, Miami's already in the final. I was no. like, you're going on the road. To a team in Cincinnati that's only lost like two games this year, and all of them have been away. Like they haven't lost any games at home. They've only even drawn one game at home so far this year. Uh, and Miami was just like, "Haha, hold my beer, bro." Dude, and Messi was like, "Yeah, I got this." Despite, I need to point this out. Despite being dominated for most of that game, like Cincinnati should have put two or three chances away when they were ahead, uh, and didn't. And then they got messy all over Dude, their face. And, 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 and like, it sucks because I feel like they didn't necessarily do the wrong thing. Because you're up 2-0. Oh, you've messy. been dominating the game. 
they took out all their, you know, they took out all their starters. They brought in the subs. They were going to close. All they had to do was they, close out the game. They did take out their starters at 2-1 and not 2-0, which I thought was a mistake. Because I'm like, you got that dude on the other side. You're only up a goal. Like, what are the odds he scores one or, in this case, assists one? I And I, as it turns out, the odds were pretty high. And, dude, it's what a game. Just, just the way it happened. I feel like we all knew it was coming, but for for a split second, we all thought Cincinnati had done it and it dethroned the team when it mattered. And or not. So Chris, I hate that I have to ask you this, but is Miami yes, winning the okay. playoffs? No, not even the playoffs, all right? Will they win their second trophy? Will they win the oh. Open Cup? Unless uh they sell Messi before the final, I think they're okay. I, I, I think they can squeeze it out. Although, if there's one guy that can stop Lionel Messi, it is probably Ben Olsen. You want to know the fun part? They've actually played against each other. Really? Ben, I, I'm pretty sure Ben Olsen played a national team game against Argentina when he was with the U.S. That's incredible. Uh, and Messi was already on the Argentine national team. Uh, and I'm pretty sure they've actually played on the same field. Because when he, he was coach at D.C. when I worked at D.C. Right. And he came to like talk to a bunch of the academy kids, and he was like, "Yeah, I've played with both Messi and Ronaldo." And I was like, Ooh. "That's crazy." So yeah, this dude that's been a coach for 15 years has played on the same field as Lionel Messi, which is insane. Um, that would be like, yeah, that would be like perfect, like MLS chaos. So like Miami just doing it all, stealing all the headlines, and along comes Houston and the Ben Olsons, and all of a sudden ben- they are the team that no one expected to. Just- dethrone yeah. Miami. It would be incredible. I mean, Ben Olsen is the quintessential MLS chaos guy. Like, if he's ever the favorite, they're guaranteed to lose. If they're on the underdog, it's going to be a good game. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think I think it actually will be, like, somewhat close. I don't think Houston is... Uh, I don't think they're going to get just blown away. The game's in Miami, though, right? Yes, it is. And yeah. they're, they're not Houston moving it to hard Houston only won two games away from home this year. So. Yes, and it's... A take of that what you will. But Miami's only won four games at home this year in the MLS. So, um, Oh, I saw a stat. Uh, Miami had played 29 games before Messi got there. Yep. And they'd racked up like five wins or something like that. Uh, no, I think it was like eight wins in all competitions and like 27 goals. In the nine games since Messi's got there, they've got six wins and like 26 goals. <laughs> it's like they literally did more in the last – nine games since he's been there than they had in the entire season before that. Yeah. I mean, it, it's Houston, Houston's hot right now. I think they'll be okay. They're going to fade. They'll probably get messy, but, but it's not for another month though. I that's know. the thing. And that, and that's the thing. Like you're starting to see it and we'll kind of go into the two that Miami's getting tired. And yeah, they are. They're, they, they're, were they're, they, they were gas. They were, they were so gassed. gassed. And they, they almost let him back in because they were so gassed. Yeah, and I mean, it's the reality, and there's schedule congestion towards the end. They have to win out. Messi has to go out for international duty because, of course, he's going to get called up for Argentina, so they're going to miss him. But they came out against the Red Bulls, who is peak MLS chaos as well, without True. Messi. Got big it. game for them. Big, big game without Messi, and still couldn't get it done. And Messi came I in mean, off the bench, and guess what? Still scored. He doesn't need to start. Messi does not need to, start. need to start. So this actually leads me directly into my point. Before I make my point, 
can we say how big that game was for Miami? They had to get three points in that game. New York is one of the teams chasing that last playoff spot. And if they had lost that game, Miami would have basically been out already. Um, however, uh, I was like, yeah, Miami's played a ton of games. Messi's 38. They're going to rest him. He's done a lot of travel. This is New York. I think he's going to sit in this game. So I went to my common team and I was like, I'm going to sit Messi because I, I don't think he's going to actually play. Uh, and then I was like, oh, yeah, I have no backups because I've got like Christian Roldan and um, Holiday, who's not who's still coming back from injury. So we've got some like underpriced guys, but they're not playing yet. So I can't start them and you can only have eight guys. Um, so I couldn't actually sit Messi, but I didn't captain him. Hey, there you go. Fernando Torres, who who did who did do better. Let's uh, but go. Messi still ended up with a goal, which still kind of saved my team. So, yeah. It's, I, I big-brained it all over the place, but it still didn't work. It, dude, Messi is inevitable. The fact that, like, dude, I'm the last person that wants to talk about this, man, and yet I have to continuously talk about it because he keeps getting it done. The Red Bulls. I'm going to ask you this every week. Will Miami make the playoffs? No. I still, still don't think, no. I still don't think. I do not think they could do it. For one, like, just full homer, they have to play Orlando at home. They're salty. They're mad. Oh, God. All right. <laughs> I'm just saying. One that's one L right there. They have to go to LAFC. They have they have a pretty tough schedule. Okay, they have it's they're eleven points back with eleven to go. I, I they're gonna I don't know, man. They're gonna miss Messi for a few games. They're gonna and look and we I think we said it last week where it's they're they're not just like dominating these games. They had to come back in a late winner against Cincy. Like this one without Messi, like sure. But I mean, it's the Red Bulls. You never know what you're going to get. But like, there's been a lot of these games that are really close and it comes out of the wire. Like how many times are they just going to clutch it? And it's just so statistically just unlikely. But To be fair, of the eight games that they played before this Red Bulls game, they had drawn three of them. It's like draws aren't going to really help you. Draws are losses at this point. Yeah, so. and they could probably afford what, like one or two draws, if that. And like, I think they can only afford to lose three. I, mean, it, I think it, it kind of depends on how everybody else plays. Um, like they really need Charlotte to kind of fall off. Charlotte has a bunch of games in hand. Um, everybody else is kind of in that pack, so you're kind of just hoping that everybody stumbles a little bit down down the stretch. It's not impossible. No, it's definitely not impossible. But like you just said, I don't I don't like you talking down about Charlotte like that because Charlotte came out and said, Wait, you think Bro. you're coming to Bank of America and you're gonna beat us LAFC? I Who don't the fuck is LAFC think so. Who? Which <laughs> granted, granted, LAFC a little bit of schedule congestion. They had some unfortunate yeah. games moved around and again, just like everything else, it kind of you know, quick turnaround and it and it backfire, which Charlotte can be a dynamic team sometimes. Especially at home. Especially at home. Uh, I've been in that place. That place gets rocking. And LAFC, just it's it was a late winter. What what can you do sometimes? You're flying across the country, you know? Yeah, you're flying across the country. Sometimes it just doesn't fall for you, and it didn't fall for them that day. LAFC, you love Aaron Long. Are they – what's, what's wrong with LAFC right now? Do you think it's just schedule congestion, it's just travel, or is there something bigger – a foot or did charlotte is charlotte just actually gonna are they gonna fight here at the end of the year 
There's nothing wrong with them. They're in second. <laughs> like, no, what are we talking about? No, I gotta ask. There's I gotta nothing, ask the questions. There's nothing wrong with them. I gotta ask the questions. It's just All like right? Seattle. They You're just, like, oh, Seattle's dead. Okay. They're in third. Don't They're even, in third. Dude, don't even get me started on Seattle because I watched the Seattle game very closely against Minnesota, and it is terrible. Terrible. No Christian Roldan. It doesn't He's matter. So important. It, it does matter. He's so important to everything they do. Bro, it doesn't When matter. he comes back, they'll get hot. I guarantee. I call, I'm calling my shot right now. When Christian Roldan comes back, which he's already back in training, when he gets back on the field, Seattle's going on a run. This is Seattle time. No. This is the time of the I, year. I don't think it's happening. I don't think it's happening. Dude, we'll see. It is so, like, you just watch, if you watch Seattle, it is just like, they don't move off the ball. They don't make runs anymore. If you, like, look at yes. they just ping the ball side to side, and they're like, oh, this didn't work. All right, let's go back to the right. And they're like, oh, this didn't work. Let's go back to the left. You know and who like, does make runs off the get, ball? Who? Christian Roldan. Okay, so does Jordan Morris. That's why he's so important. Yeah, so does Jordan Morris, and guess what? He gets down the touchline and then goes, Jordan and Morris then turns around, make, and then He doesn't make good runs. He, he makes runs, but he doesn't make good runs. Christian Roldan unlocks all the space on that team. Seattle is in their just pass it back and recycle phase, and there's just, I think I think it's time. I don't know. I think it's time. I'm, I'm over it. I tried. I literally tried. I went in with an open mind. I was like, okay, look, I've been tough on Seattle. We're going to go. And even, dude, okay, first of all, Minnesota. I will say Seattle is five points away from being out of the playoffs right now. I'm just saying, I think they're going to slip. I, did, I, didn't, I, I didn't like what I saw. I didn't like what I saw. That's all I'm saying. I didn't like what I saw. The Western Conference is wild. Yes. Wild, man. Like, the top ten teams are separated by eight points. And if you take two through ten, it's only – or, sorry, 12 points. And if you take two through ten, it's only eight points. And That's it's crazy. And it's starting to flip because you're starting to notice that the teams that got hot in the beginning are starting to fall off and the other teams are yeah. rising. And it is, it, it's almost like the entire conference is just going to flip lopsided, especially because like RSL, since Pablo Reese went out, rest in peace, RSL, who just took the L to Houston back to back. Like, not even, not even just, close. Not even Three just. Three nothing. Bro, you had two shots to beat this Houston team, and you, just smoke. and you didn't show up for either of them. You were just like, you know what? No, it's fine. And at home this time. The West is in. Hey, you know who else took a loss in the West? Portland. Portland. Which, oof, dude, Portland, there's no no, no new coach bump a little bit. Evander no new coach concedes bump. a penalty, turns well, around, and scores a goal, it, but it's still it's not It's okay enough. because Vancouver is just really good. The fighting Vanny Sartini is are always really good. Okay. Same uh, Vancouver, another one of those teams that are questionable defensively, who like completely yes. had a hold on this game and let Portland come back, even with all the turmoil. And Evander just continues to just disappoint with all those yellow cards and those reds and those stinkers of scores. What is going on? Did you do you all right? Is Portland gonna get a new coach bump from this? Do you think you're the standings guy. You know him. Does Portland have a shot if they can kind of mm. find a way? Can they find a way? And does Evander have to be that guy? Mostly? Evander has to be that guy. For sure. He's got to, like, he, he's got to say, come on, guys. Get on my back. We're going to, I'm going to take you to the promised land. Uh, will he do that? I don't think so. No, he, I don't think so. He's too, like, I don't know. Some of the, just some of the decisions he makes. Like, what are you? What are you doing? You're supposed to be the leader. Like, he loses his head. He just goes in for nasty tackles. Like, he just, like, brother. Like, you're. I mean, granted, concede a penalty, score a goal. It's just, it doesn't cancel it out because you're it back equal, to square it one. Equals out. It equals out. It's fine. 
But that's not the point, okay? It's fine. That's not the point. No, I don't think Portland comes back. They're six points back right now. And to be fair, um, there's a bunch of teams ahead of them. I mean, to be, I, I guess only one of those teams would have to kind of drop off. Like, if Austin or Dallas or Minnesota or Vancouver just, like, absolutely starts laying eggs. I mean, it's possible. It's not like Miami where, like, they need, like, six teams to fall off. They Portland really just needs, like, one or two. Um, but I don't think it's happening. Uh-huh. Portland doesn't have Messi. No, but they have. Who's more likely to make it, Portland or Miami? Miami. Duh. Of course. Hey, come on. You can't. Despite the fact that they're three points further back. Or no, they're five points further back. Okay, but yeah, I mean, would you take a Vander or would you take Messi? I'm like, let's be real. Can we stop bringing up Me- you? You purposely just bring Messi to just make me mad, don't you? You just, you just love to do it, don't you? I'm gonna change the subject because, because <laughs> talk about something else. Talk about something <laughs> talk about else. something else. Talk about Nashville, who is mm. poor Nashville. They crashed at well, I guess they didn't crash out. It was. That's the, that's the wrong term. They didn't crash out. They showed up and fought Messi. They fought Messi with everything they had. They were so tired that they could not get it done against Atlanta. They just got thrashed by Atlanta 4-0. Yeah, they got booped. You think this was just this is just a blip, right? They got they got yep. beat up. They were tired. They just were like, boop. look, Joe Willis comes back. Dude, talk about the goalkeeper situation. Sometimes you just get Guzan, you know? Yeah, you know who got Guzan? Me, because I benched Guzan because I was like, I'm tired of this. Atlanta defense is crap. And then all of a sudden, he has like, what, two clean sheets in a row now? Two or three? Like, come on, man. The bald head is working again. Yeah. Don't hate. Okay, first of all, first of all, let, let's put this out. You know Tiago what? Tiago Amada is still here, guys. Like, before you, hold on, before you say, before you say this, right? Right. Tiago Amada, the, the European transfer window is closing yep. imminently yep he is still not gone how like i would i'm shocked to be completely 100 percent honest i thought he would be 100 percent gone over the summer and atlanta still has him and atlanta's in a playoff spot yeah that's i mean i think I mean, from the beginning of the season we all said it we were all like no there's no way like he's gone in the summer they're yeah. never going to keep him yeah I, i'm i mean they needed him i guess right i mean they of course they need him but they that doesn't mean you get to keep him. When someone comes along and offers you thirty million or something, maybe no one offered thirty million. Maybe they were just like, "Yeah, we'll take him for 15. And Atlanta's like, "Nah." But it, we're good. it's also one of those things where it's like, what do they get out of? Like, if they can keep him for now, why not keep him for now? Like, if yeah. there's there's no there's no rush. If they're not getting the bid, they're obviously going to try to get money out of him because obviously he's a hot commodity. Like, just it it is what it is. Just. Write him out. If he's happy, if he's fine with staying, just yeah. keep him. Why not? You see, you see. A... I'm shocked. Are you shocked? Totally shocked? I'm totally. I'm dumbfounded. I would have, if you had told me before the season started that he would still be here right now, I would have bought one preseason. I'd have bought three preseason. Yeah, and I'd, I... have a, I'd have bought a hundred preseason. Do you, so... I thought for sure he'd be gone. Yeah, that's so wild to me. That's there's so many. Oh, it's just it's just like John McCarthy for me, where I was like, I saw them at the beginning of the season. I was like, ah, Crapo will be back, and then it's like, okay, well, yeah, he he's was still playing. Crapo like, was supposed ah. to be back in April. We're we're in the end of August, and he's like just barely starting to sort of come back, be on the bench sometimes. Yeah, I just I that's I don't sad. understand. Uh, it 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 is what it, it is what it is though. You know what what are mm. boy. 
crazy scenes. Cra- crazy scenes. This is only, by the way, this is only the second time in Nashville team history that they've lost by more than two goals. No, I, well, it's, it's, this is the first time they've lost four in a row, period. Like, they've... Well, that too. So it's, it's the first time. I think they've only lost 3-0, like, twice or something. It was, like, some crazy stat. And, like, we've always said that, they right? They lost the game 4-1, but they've never lost another game by more than two goals in their entire history. They've been a thing since, like, 18 or 19, I think. Well, that's what they were built on, too. Like, you, you think since, since Nashville came into the league, that's what they were known for. They were known for the defensive structure. Didn't really right. have it in the attack. They had Hani Mukhtar, who could get it done when he wanted to. But now they're starting to build that. And, like, I, look, man, it's rough after the Open Cup, after losing like that. It's That's who their next game is. Who's their, oh, yeah, they, they go to, down oh, to Miami. Miami. Don't they? <laughs> That's... <laughs> That oh my god, it sucks. Can that you can, really sucks? That's all, dude. That's awesome, man. It's it's still fresh. It still stings. Why not go down to Miami? Look, there was not much separating you in that final. You, for all we know, they had every right to win that game as much as Miami did. Dude, why not go down there, hand them their first loss at home, be like, good luck getting in the playoffs at home <laughs> in their face. So- Goodbye. Miami eliminated Nashville from both the U.S. Open Cup and the League's Cup. Did they really? Yes, they beat them in the Open Cup too. So this would be like a you, we win the battle, you win the war type of a thing. I if I Nashville am can get them here. I'm like oddly excited. I hate that. Like I'm excited to watch Miami matches. I'm like, oh, give me Nashville Miami like revenge game, please, all day, all day long. It better be a great game, y'all. Y'all peaked. Y'all piqued my interest, all right? Y'all gave me one good game. I need it replicated. I need it back. Give it to me. Give it to me. Chris, I need to ask you, though. What happened to D.C., buddy? Philly, why so, why, why does D.C. forget to play soccer on. against the Philadelphia Union? This was actually going to be my point. In years past, and I'm talking about last year, right. Philly or D.C. gives up two, three quick goals to Philadelphia. Sure. And then just falls apart and loses like 6-7-0. This game, they give up two quick goals, and they only lost 3-1. Like, I, I feel like that's actual progress. Now, to be fair, the goals they gave up were atrocious. Like, what is Derek Williams thinking? Being in his own corner and trying to, like, do a skill move to clear the ball away. Like, what on earth are you trying to do, guy? Um, trying to get a new contract. That's what. <laughs> trying to get a new contract to the USL, maybe. <laughs> like, what are you thinking? Money's money. Money's money. Um, hey, what are you? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? I don't know, man. That was that was a terrible one. Um, Shit. but they didn't fall apart. They didn't capitulate. I texted you in like the fifteenth minute, and it's two nil. Like, here we go again. <laughs> and we only lost we, we needed the one one tie after that it wasn't that bad listen when you have to could go have in when, when you have to go in with the mindset it could have been worse there's there's a few red flags red flags including tyler miller chris give me the story in tyler miller all right oh, is there is there is there a future for tyler miller should we be looking at tyler miller is there a world where next year we go hey maybe we could use some tyler miller in our lives is there is there that world or is he a lost cause? What's what's or is is he on his way to the USL? Who was no, he's not. Who was the um who was the goalkeeper with Alex Bono in Toronto that kept going back and forth? Westberg he went to Atlanta. Westberg. Ugh. 
I think we're going to change his name to Tyler Westberg Miller. Because oh, no. that is who he is now. Oh, no. he, he, is, he is the part-time halfway starter with Alex Bono for the rest of human history. Alex Bono is only allowed to start 60% of games max in his team season. Too but much. no more. He has to minimum start 30%. Like there, there is no like it's, he's not a bench guy. He can't be on the bench. He's too valuable to be on the bench. But he's also not a starter. Not even. So not even. They actually team, switched huh? them at halftime. Did they really? I, I do. They did, and and I think it was maybe sort of Tyler Miller injury, but also the dude scored a two point eight. So oh. yeah, it wasn't going well for him. He gave away a very bad penalty. Um, but you know, he kind of got hurt and got subbed off. Hurt. I guess. Uh huh. Uh huh. So, he so, had a goal kick and he just like winced. So and he was say, like, "Take me out, coach. I'm done." Can I? Can I also just point out that Huan just continues to just get it done in every in every way, shape, and form that he never got it done in Orlando. He had he had an assist. Huan go fast, oh, I guess. <laughs> I love that Alex Bono had a 54 off the bench. <laughs> Like the backup goalkeeper just racked up AA. It's wild. Dude, because MLS is chaos and only for sickos. And that's because the DC way. Versus Philly. Because DC also, Glesnus had two clearances off the line in like a minute. You know, guess who? Uh, speaking of common lineups we were talking about for our private league, if you're in that, go check the standings. Because uh, two of us, two of two top are in 10. the top 10, baby. Let's go. But. In my defense, it was between Glesnus and Elliot, and I went, <laughs> Jack Elliott's a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, Whoa, he is. Joke's on me, because Glesnus is like, oh, clearance oh, on the, the line? Thing. Oh, let me get two. I'll take two, please. Andre Blake had a shutout going. <laughs> Freaking Ted Kuji Pietro ruined it. I was like, why? We're already down 3 nothing. Why do you have to screw my common team, too? Okay. Wow, you bring up that goalkeeper, and I get it. Andre Blake, he loses the clean sheet very late. But I want to show you something, if I could find it, because we have talked highly about this team. The Columbus crew with a goalkeeper Mm. assist. Patrick Schulte. And Patrick Schulte with an assist and the clean sheet. Patrick Schulte is that guy. I keep looking at him, and I find reasons not to pick him up. And I am really regretting that decision because Patrick Schulte is getting it done. Columbus crew getting it done. Diego Rossi coming in the starting lineup, scoring a goal. Julian Gressel continues to be great at Julian Gressel things. Toronto, still very bad. (laughs) Poor poor Toronto. They haven't seen you and Vernadeski, and they're like the worst team in the fucking league. Like, what the heck? How? And they like, had Bob Bradley, I, which is probably one of the greatest coaches in the MLS. I don't, I don't understand this. Michael Bradley at center back is kind of embarrassing, though. Let's be fair. Okay, okay. I'll give him that. I will give him that. But I don't know, dude. Columbus is good. Columbus is so good, and they are so fun to watch. And dude, he... Kucha Hernandez didn't even have to do anything in this game. And they got it. Yeah, he just, he just watched. He's he just, just standing there. If you guys go back to, we covered the 2021 MLS draft uh, in great detail. Live picked everything. I think it's still on YouTube. Really? Um, the guys that I was really high on from that draft were Kip Keller, Patrick Schulte, and Roman Celentano. 
And I feel like I've done like pretty decently with those guys. Okay. All right. You you've been you know? you've been big on Celentano. There's Shul- you love your goalkeepers, don't you? Just from that class. Just from that class. Just just that one class just had a lot of good college goalkeepers in it. I do. I I, I I'm I'm glad that we kind of brought this up and kind of stuck here on this game because I totally just remember that I saw it earlier. Toronto FC actually has a new coach. Do you know who that new coach is? I do not. It is John Herdman from oh, the Canadian national really? team. Really? Good for that. Yes, buddy. Is that does that excite you? Because that kind of excites me. Oh, I don't know. National team to club is so different. I do think he's a really good coach. To right. Be fair. He did. He's he did really kind of turn good. around. He did turn that candidate. But around. he also had Jonathan David, Alfonso Davies, okay. some really good players in that okay. Canadian team. All right. So yes, he come turned on, Miller. Around. Yes, he had Kamal Miller. Will he be a success at club? Is I don't know because I kind of feel like Toronto is going to give him that backing. Right. Which obviously the Canadian national team is completely broke and it's super sad and. They can't even play games because they're so broke. Um, so he will have more money in Toronto. Uh, I don't know. I my gut says there's a really good move, right? But it I also scares me a little bit to go from national to club coaches. But I mean, it's not the same thing. You you got to think being in Toronto situation, they splashed all this money around. It didn't go anywhere. Yeah. Now they it went downhill. Yeah, it, it got worse. Michael Bradley is the center back, right? They, they got could ri- sell him for a bag of Doritos at this point yeah. and be making money. They got rid of a bunch of pieces. They already cleaned house. Like you said, that transition is a little questionable, but they can't get any worse. So why not? They can't get worse. He did it. He did it on the national scale. He did it yeah. for the Canadian team. He turned that team around. This team is bare bones. Do what you will with Bernadeschi or Insigne. They're probably, I don't know, John Herman come in and be like, yo, what's up? You want to play or you know? Like, give us, get get the heads up, get rid of them or not, and then just build it up. Give them some time. If Toronto gives them some time, it could be okay. And if not, well, you're, you already suck anyway, so whatever, dude. I, I do think it's better to go from national team to club than the other way around. So, Why? I don't know. I, I hope it goes really well because – Club, you can buy players to fit your system. Some coaches can only really fit play like one system. Right. And if they don't have the players at the national team level, it just doesn't work. Okay. So it can be great club coaches, but terrible national team coaches. Whereas the other way around, if you're good at like motivating players and getting players to play and adapting your system to fit the players, which is what it takes to be a good national team coach, typically that kind of translates over to the club game. So like, I feel like national team is harder than club. Yeah, it's more, some degree. Yeah, but it is different. I mean, I can see that, and and there's a there's a lot of coaches that may kind of hint at that, which kind of makes me. I always think about Oscar Pereira. Like, say what you will, but I feel like he would be such a great like national team coach. And we, there, there's that conversation all the time where he's on a contract here. Like, yeah, he did great for this team. He got us to where it is, but like, great player coach completely changed like the culture in the locker room. But like, like that's it. And we need more attacking prowess, okay? Our DPs don't work. We're only using one of them. So have them go coach a national team and uh, give us a coach that uh, can be a club coach. Cause, uh, be careful of... what you wish for. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. You might get stuck with Bob Bradley. <laughs> <laughs> or, I can, or I can get his son, Michael Bradley, who's uh, probably... Oh! Oh! <laughs> Even worse. <laughs> 
Just don't play any games anywhere near Trinidad and Tobago. None. You, like, Ooh, you have to have a 500 mile radius around Trinidad that you cannot play any games. You, you literally just ruined our entire listener base. Like just PTSD, just all over. Just completely just shut it off. It all is... of our listeners are European. They don't care about what happens in U.S. national team qualifying. That's true. They're like rolling on the floor laughing right now because the U.S. Is tragedy organization. Shout out Berhalter. Whoa! Shout out, shout out Christian Pulisic for scoring twice. Hey, Christian Pulisic. For the first time in ever. Flying at AC. Great job, now. Christian. Great job. Yo, Pulisic and Giroud back on a team together again? Oh my goodness. It's a dream. Just, can Giroud be an American? I wish. Can we get him? I wish. Um, He'd be a perfect number nine for can us. Can we get Giroud to the MLS, please? Like that can, is. Can we transfer that? Can we make a transfer? Just give me Giroud to the MLS. That's all I want. That's all I need. That's all I want. On Toronto. No. No. Listen. Listen. Back-to-back weeks, New York City Yo. FC. Still. Garbage. Tyson Magno. Still on the bench. Remember when this team was good? Maxi Morales came back. Remember when this team won the MLS Cup two years ago? No, because I can't read the banner from my seat. Like, <laughs> Yankee Stadium. What? This was a thing I said last year about coaching. Because I coaching is so important in this league. It right. makes such a big difference if you have a good coach. NYC went from A-plus coach to, like, D coach. And this is what you get. And to be fair, I sat Celentano because I'm an idiot. Because I was thinking, oh, New York City's good. But then I was like, oh, wait, it's not 2021. It's no. 2023. No, like, yeah, you, you would normally think, like, oh, NYCFC could go either way. Like, you know, they love to score goals, right. whatever. But, like, no. Like, right now, if you have players facing They're NYCFC, you load it up. You get those stacks they in. They scored 25 goals this year. 26 games. That's sad. That is very sad. And they play on a Toronto small pitch. Like one, they have the Toronto advantage. Like the only team that's worse. Oh my gosh, Colorado's worse. 16 <laughs> goals in 19 games. Well, because they, they signed they signed all-star Kevin Cabral. So obviously we knew Colorado were going to score a lot of goals. Okay. Okay. I, I'm shocked. They have I'm Kevin Cabral. Shocked. Dude, Cincinnati came out and proved why they are Cincinnati. They proved Yeah, they were mad. They were real. Oh mad. yeah. Dude, if you if you go and watch the highlights for this game, Lucho. Like he turned yeah. it on for this game and he did it yeah. himself. He, he turned it on in the open cup semi too. That's true. He was that's true. When he was on the field, he was the better Argentine. I'm not not gonna lie. You know, you know who actually like really impressed me in at Cincinnati during the final or the semifinal was Kubo, who really hasn't yes. done much, but like he went out there and he was like, This is my he chance to prove bro. that like I still got it and I'm still a decent player in the MLS. To like to the point where I was like, "Wow!" Like I was and like, then they gave him a start in this game, and he fell flat on his face. <laughs> it's hey, like, there yeah, he is. There's the Kubo we know. <laughs> Welcome back, sir. Hey, Messi wasn't on the pitch to elevate everybody. You know, he didn't. Oh, he he, he didn't. He didn't have those Messi juices. He went out and he was like, "Oh, everybody's watching Messi. Watch me. Watch me." But uh, yeah, Cincinnati had something to prove. Proven again why they are the best team in the That's MLS. Good. Getting it done. Moving on, New England, Montreal. I called it out a few weeks ago. I said, pay attention to Montreal because they are nothing to mess around with. Late in this one. Fighting hard on Lazadas. Former DC coaches are having great years. Let's just, let's, let's call it spade a spade. Yeah. What's, what, what's Rooney waiting for, man? What's, what's he got to do? Well, he's not a former coach yet. Ah. So he needs to be fired. And then but he's a somewhere. former, but he's a former like, player. 
if if he were fired and went to Toronto, I guarantee you Toronto makes the playoff. Guaranteed. One hundred percent turns it around. Like put money on it. It's right. gonna happen. All right. So Tata, uh, Tata, yeah, Tata, Montreal's good. Tata Martino or uh, Wayne Rooney after DC exit. Tata Martino is not a former DC coach. No, but I'm saying Rooney exits gets that bump for being an ex DC coach or Tata Martino. Which one do you want? Tata Martino with Messi. <laughs> I still want the guy coaching Messi. All right. Like, yeah. Whatever. I don't think I don't think Tata's ever leaving as long as Messi's there. Like, no, why would you? Tata Tata's proven he did okay for Mexico at the beginning, but I don't know. He's very good for Mexico. I know you don't want to hear this, but he was like one of the better Mexico coaches. Oh no! Yeah, at the beginning, just towards the end, like you could tell he just didn't care anymore. Like he would yeah. just he would just sit around like he didn't care. Like Tata's known for being on the like on the sideline, just like yelling, screaming, throwing a fit, yeah. getting ejected, and like towards the end of like his Mexico run, like just didn't care. He was uninterested. He just, and it was just it was sad to see. It was a terrible showing in the World Cup. But we're not here to talk about that, even though it is the Americas, not the states. Yeah. We've now trashed both the U.S. national team and the Mexican national team that's, in one episode. That's what we do. That's, that is, that's efficiency right dude, there. Hey, that's what people come here for, all right? They come here that's for true. that and to talk about the tragedy organization that is the Chicago Fire. Oh, <laughs> Because Chicago, the battle, the battle of the bottom of the barrel, L.A. Galaxy and the Chicago Fire. Come out. Chicago's not even the bottom. They're in the playoff spot. Yeah, but Uri Russell played 80 minutes in this game. They've been so hot, though. Because Ricky Puig. Puig. Push. Puig. Push. Push. Ricky Push. Yeah. Doing it again. I love him. He's good. He's so fun to watch, dude. He's pretty good. And Douglas Costa. Yeah, I I had him captained in U23, so that was fun. I'm still mad that, like, I tried to buy him in the dip and Pavel would just keep denying my offers so i never got him and then his price went up and then i was like i don't want one anymore and i threw a fit and now i don't have one and he continues to just bang in great scores and that's why i'm not winning anything because i'm salty (laughs) pride is more important than rewards pride is more important than my rewards but yeah chicago fire couldn't get it done against the galaxy galaxy like you said they're getting hot do you think the galaxy jonathan bond's back too good for him Oh, he is back. I didn't even notice that. Tyler Boyd. I love Tyler Boyd. Love me some Tyler Boyd. He never gets it done, but he gets it done when he's on my bench. You love to see it. I was like, you know what? I don't want to play Tyler Boyd anymore. And then guess Who's what? that guy? Who Who's the guy that's like, if I don't start him, he's going to go off. And if I do start him, he's probably going to throw up a 15. Who's that guy? Tyler Boyd. Other than Tyler Boyd. Uh, Faku for most of this year. Oh, sorry. Wow, dude, Faku always gets it done for me. Maybe you just don't know Orlando like I do. Ah, <laughs> you're right. I'm just you're just you're just a bigger fan all the way in I'm Pittsburgh. Just a bigger fan. You are 100%. just you are just a bigger fan. Me not watching for three months is a bigger fan. Yeah, as soon as you start watching, Faku all of a sudden starts playing well again. Just go back to the summer where you missed all those games where he just was invisible for a majority of it. Yeah. Let's let's talk about that. Let's talk about Texas teams being invisible because this Dallas and Austin game was a snooze fest, and it wasn't even till like um, the last possible second that Dallas got it done. I mean, that's kind of how Dallas is. No, Jesus Ferreira, he was sick, 
but there's pictures yeah, of him all over the sideline hanging out, chilling. Is Jesus Ferreira done at Dallas? And he's is he on his way? Is that is that like move like confirmed? There were transfer or? rumors. Yeah, I don't know if it was confirmed yet, but there were definitely transfer rumors. And I assume that's why he was sent out, right? They said he was uh, sick or something or something or other. Or he was ill, didn't feel well. I don't know. What do, what do I know? <laughs> what do I know all, from FC Dallas? All I know is... What do you know? You don't sit out for no reason. You don't sit out for no reason. I'm saying it's that time of year. Is there any hope for any of these teams? Obviously, Dallas. Are they going to continue to do it? Austin, though. What is what does Austin have to do? What does Austin have to do? Uh, they will need to score more points during the regular season than at least eight other teams, or at least five other teams. Are they going to do it? That, that's what they have to do. They have to score more points than five other teams. But why? Why? So why that, that would why, why are put, those the rules? I don't understand. That would then put them in the playoffs, where they would then have a chance to beat the other teams in front of them and eventually lift a small silver cup. Is that, is that how that works? That is the rules of the game. Well, too bad because Messi's in the league, so there will be no there will be no winning for any other team except for the <laughs> team in pink. But they won't make the playoffs, so it's fine. <laughs> Somebody yeah, but, has to win it. But I don't Why believe. not Austin? Well, you see what happens is that when Miami doesn't make the playoffs, they're just going to loan Messi out to the next best team. So look what out Cincinnati because he's coming for you. Change the playoff format so that all pink teams automatically get a buy into the into the MLS Cup final. <laughs> like we're gonna play the whole playoffs, and then the winner of MLS Cup needs to play Miami to actually win the cup. Oh, that's incredible! On the same day they just played the final, it'll be like a back-to-back 180-minute game. I love, but it. only for the one team. I love it. Miami will be fully rested. And if you touch Messi, it's an automatic red card. And if you look at Messi, you get a yellow. <laughs> you know what? Just look at your feet. Look at the ground. Don't even look up. <laughs> you you will actually have to play blindfold. <laughs> oh, man. Listen, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Does Johnny Russell have more in the tank past this season? Well, because if you look at that goal that he scored in this game, dribbling through like three defenders acting like it's 10 years ago. Johnny Russell, shout out to that goal. If you haven't seen it, check it out. Sporting Kansas City, Tim Melia starting. I kind of like this team. I like their uh, midfield. Is, is Russell like actually hurt though? I, I don't know. I don't know if he's hurt or not. I don't know. He probably is. He gets hurt every year, basically. I feel like he misses time every year at this point. But, he's already missed time twice this year. So, but he has it in the tank, though. He can, he, he, he can still get it done because he's scoring worldly goals. I don't know. I don't. I don't really like this team that much. I listen. They score really well for some reason. I've had Remy for a while, and then this guy, Batoja, just came back too, and he just puts up mad AA for no reason all the time. Like the Sporting Kansas City midfield puts up AA Daddy like it's nothing, and it's Daddy Keen does. So many hundreds for my team. It doesn't make sense. It literally does not make sense that they score so well in SO5, but you look and you're just like, what? But are... They are such a dog shit team. Yeah. Is this the next? I don't get it. Is this the next team that uh, might have to fire their coach? Uh, to be fair, I'm surprised he hasn't been fired already. 
but I mean, theoretically, they're only three points away from the playoffs. So I'm a, I'm I in guess my if you make the playoffs, I guess all is forgiven. I'm in my whole like tinfoil hat like era where I'm just like all these like old school MLS coaches are just gonna hit hit the can at some point because I feel like the game is just changing. But like who do you who do you hire though? I, is it is it there's t- no one with experience? Look, there's there was so many there was like so much talk before where it was like, okay, you can't bring in coaches from not the MLS because they can't like adjust or whatever. But I feel like the game is changing so much and with everything going on in the league leading into the World Cup, it's gonna get bigger, there's more money, bigger players. I feel like they're gonna have to start looking out like maybe like exporting in some coaches from like abroad to like maybe I don't know. I don't know. I feel like MLS is just in such a transition point right now. Where the game is changing, like even in the last like couple years, you 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 watch games from like three four years ago to now, you're like, wow, it feels like the game, quality like the quality players. is just insane, yeah, and it's only it's better. only gonna get better, right? Like, it is only gonna get better, but I think the challenge with MLS has always been like the salary cap, right? Like, no one no one believes a general manager when they say I want this player, and the guy the general manager says no, we can't afford him, like. He does not fit in the salary cap. We cannot get this player. No one really gets that. Like, no one gets how valuable domestic center backs are that are super cheap. Like, no one, they don't get it. So that's why you always have traditionally needed experience in the MLS to, like, be somewhat successful, you know? Like, you've you've always needed to have that perspective of, like, that guy's really cheap, so I'm going to play him over the expensive guy because then we can cut the expensive guy and save all the salary cap room and go and do something else with it. Like it's, I don't know. It's just a different mindset than every other country has. And that's why it hasn't worked in the past. That being said, could you hire a specialist that like knows the cap and can kind of explain it? I mean, I feel like you should be able to, you know, like, do those even exist outside of Don Garber? Like, I feel like Don Garber is the only one that knows the rules and that's it. Me, me and Donnie, we have a weekly session where we go over MLS salary cap rules. It's great. (laughs) Every Tuesday at 6 a.m. And each time you're like, I've never heard of this one, but that sounds about right. That makes sense. That fits. That, that, that definitely makes sense within this league, for sure. It's definitely one of those things where you're like working on a paper and it's like not enough words. So you just kind of start rambling and repeating the same thing over and over again, but like going yeah. nowhere. Like, I feel like that's just what Add a bunch of rules ands and bs. Don't use any contractions at all because it's two separate words instead of just the one. <laughs> Yeah, basically. I cannot. And then you make the periods like your font size is way bigger and it adds like at least half a page, dude. It's great. Oh, that's Be- true. Best kept secret. You always just increase the period like one to two sizes, barely noticeable. It adds like half a page every time. God, you love to see it. Love it. Love it. Love it. But listen, Chris, it's been a wild ride. The show has been an entire mess and I apologize. All right. But there is a private league that silver in the States has been, will be continuing to promote because this is fun. Like, I'm not going to lie. Even though it's a small little 77 person group, I find myself really excited to set my like MLS amateur team. Like before it was like, okay, cool. Like I'm going to plug in some guys. A lot of the times it's just guys that I want to use in, like 220 and MLS pro because you know, why not free common cards of the goat messy, LOL. <laughs> Jokes on you buying a limited messy. I use the common one. What's up? And two and, two, and cap two twenty. What's up? Come at me. But Chris, you're holding on. You went. You went from a podium, and then you slipped a little bit. What happened? 
So I knew Walker Zimmerman was hurt because I replaced him in my normal lineups. But I didn't think check my freaking common team. And I mean, I could have, the only other option was Michael Halliday. So I could have had like a nice little 28 pointer, but that still would have been better than nothing. It is better than nothing. That would have bumped me up basically just over you. I would still be, (laughs) would still be like down there. Just be ahead of you. Um, I'm not scared. I'm not scared at all to be, to be a hundred percent honest. I I know that my team is, is coming. We just added Christian Roldan. So just wait, just wait. Till we get everybody healthy. Okay, okay. I have to, I have to rethink my Elliot play a little bit, but uh, we're looking good. We got, we had Schulte in here with Boop. Schulte's a good call. Huanga, Hector Herrera, and Messi got a good little stack of team. That's a, that's a nice lineup. Yeah, it, it is, it is. I can't, dude. I can't believe Jack Elliot let me down. It would, it would have been, it would have been a great, great, great week. Would have made up some ground. But here we are. If you see yourself on here, comment. Let us know what your strategy is. Let us know if you're having fun. Smiley up here at the top. I'm pretty sure this is week two of him hanging out at the top with the Aiden Morris call. Christian Ramirez which is having a resurgence. Brooks Lennon, Drake Callender and again, Lionel Messi. Drake Callender is a great call. I, I'm a big Drake Callender fan. Great, great call. Bandy 9994 over here with the... Ricky ooh, Poosh. Poosh, Cornell, Lionel Messi, yeah. Aiden Morris, Pooch John Tolkien. And... The last podium spot. I'm not sure I'm a big fan of, of uh Carlos Cornell from the last team. That's an interesting Stone one. Tano, Glesnis, Driussi, interesting call. Brooks Lennon and Yakamakis. Too much ATL Dang. for me. What are you doing? That's why you're in third. But this league has been fun. Can we shout out hold on, hold on. Can we shout out Sober Hume, who put up four thirty this week and just shot up the standings like a, like a madman? Bawanga, Guzan, Pooch, Ure, and Glesnes. Wow. My man the... was going ham. Ricky Pooch on a 151. That My is guy. that is a all for nothing right there with the Brad Guzan call. You looked at your lineup and you said, you know what? That's a believer if I've ever seen this. one in. Nashville ain't scoring. There's no way Nashville's scoring. He knew. He knew. Hey, maybe he's a Nashville. He knew. Maybe he's a Nashville fan, just knew how down he felt. He was like, there's no way this team is coming out and doing anything. Maybe he's an Atlanta homer that just doesn't like Almada. Impossible. <laughs> I don't know why you would be a, <laughs> why that would be a thing, but maybe that's what it is. Because he's gonna leave you. That's why he's he is gonna leave, just not this summer apparently. Hey. Yeah, as far as I can tell, that was the first place from this week. So keeping shout us shout out to them, keeping us on our toes. Yeah, if uh, Silver would update it because they only have game week three ninety nine with all their fancy little ant eh, little little banners and then you go to the overall there's no banners so rare give me so rare at so rare fix your why does it look pretty show it up also give me the rest of the weeks you know we're in game week 402 coming up you're only showing me one what's going on but it's okay we're having fun can we can we shout out lol o two three five five six who is currently the worst team and did not submit a lineup for this week no they're on 162 right now Lolo, Lolo, what are you doing, Lolo? Also, Two Bob is in third to last. Trippin' B's in fourth to last. Oh, Trippin', what are you doing, You brother? guys are supposed to know this league. Oh, with the Carlos heel? Ooh. Ooh. Kamungo, Daniel Lovitz. All right, we're calling, yeah, we're calling him out. That hasn't worked We're calling him out, Trippin'. We're calling him out. <laughs> oh, Gazoon's tight. But, oh. guys, this has been one hell of an episode. I am going to go continue to prepare my house for this 
inevitable hurricane that is barreling towards me and hope my house doesn't blow away. Chris, final words for these lovely people that are still here and have made it through this incredible episode. Rest in peace, San Diego loyal.